Thank you, Yoni. Today, I have a really exciting interview. I want to announce some really exciting news in the tourism industry in Jerusalem, and I'm going to give you a couple of clues so you can figure out where I am. Number one, I am now standing in the German colony. I'm in a location that is currently under construction, but there's already a great buzz about it. I'm also in a place that's going to become one of the coolest new locations and venues for parties and an incredible place to stay as a tourist. Have you figured it out yet? If you haven't figured it out, I'll tell you what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the new Isratel Orient, located at the end of Emek Rafaim, just across from First Station. And I'm sitting here with Jason Gardner, the new banqueting and conference manager of the Isratel Orient. Hi, Jason. Hi, Joanna. Thank you so much. Great being here. So it's really exciting. I'm downstairs now in one of their offices, and we're watching as they're putting the stone floors in, and they're adding the mosaic onto the walls. Um, tell us a little bit about what this Isratel is going to be like. Sure. So the welcome to the Orient of Isratel, which is part of the exclusive club uh, of Isratel. Uh, the exclusive club, many of you might know as Bereshit, as Kramim, uh, Royal Beach, and Yarota Carmel. Uh, so the Orient is now going to be the flagship hotel of the exclusive club of Isotel, uh, and it's actually Jerusalem's Isotel's first hotel in Jerusalem. Uh, the hotel will have 243 rooms in the hotel, um, of which includes 25 suites, uh, and includes, which is extremely special, almost like a hotel within a hotel, which is two restored buildings from the times of the Templars, uh, which holds altogether 39 rooms out of the 243 rooms. Uh, so we're talking about a new gem in the heart of Jerusalem, of uh, which many of you are very familiar with here in the German colony, uh, as Joanna said, and uh, we're all looking forward to uh, inviting you here and, and see for yourselves. And when can you expect, when should we expect that the hotel will open? Uh, we're looking at a soft opening in June, uh, so we're, we're really taking reservations from July at this point. Um, as you mentioned, I am the banqueting manager here at the hotel. Um, our banqueting center, I, I'd like to call it, um, is quite large. It's Jerusalem's second largest, um, of which can hold conferences for over seven, eight hundred people, uh, weddings for up to 550, 600 people. Uh, that doesn't mean we won't be doing smaller events. The halls actually close uh, their partitions, which we can make 100 people, 200 people events, and obviously even smaller. Uh, it's interesting because I'm just planning my son's bar mitzvah right now, so I've looked at lots of different locations. And when you really start to look, there are very, very few locations that can hold that number of people. So it's going to be really special. And are you also going to have a focus on conferences? Absolutely. Uh, conferences... Uh, again, of up to about seven, eight hundred people, uh, both conferences and a foyer of four hundred meters. I'm not sure what that is in feet these days, <laughs> uh, but it's quite large for coffee breaks and and for buffets and whatnot. Um, what, what I didn't mention before is that the, the style of the hotel uh, is Jerusalem's first hotel, which is a real, real nice mixture of authentic Jerusalem together with the modern feeling. Um, mostly, and most of the hotels uh, we're all familiar with either have the full modern look or have the historical value uh, or have just the authentic feeling ambiance to it. Um, this hotel has managed to put all under one, all in one building. 
I think it's also really important to talk about the location because when you're hosting a conference here or you're having a simcha here, you're walking distance to the German colony, to Yamin Moshe, to First Station, to the old city and the Kotel, which is really unique. Like this is the hotel, I would say, that's closest to the Emek Rafaim area. Is that correct? Oh, absolutely. It's, it's exactly like you said. It, because it's on Emek Rafaim, so it's in walking distance also from all the other hotels in the area. Um, in addition to that, as you mentioned, to the Kotel is a, I've tested it as a 22-minute walk, um, not not even a brisk walk. Well, anymore. Jason is a runner, so I'm not <laughs> sure about that one. <laughs> uh, running, we could actually do it in 10, but uh, a nice walk, a 22-minute uh, walk to the Kotel. Um, well, in the past, people have also hosted conferences at Binyanei Uma, which is the main conference center, but that's very far out when it comes to, you know, people wanting to just run out to get something to eat on Emek Rafaim or to get to the Kotel. So this is more unique in that absolutely sense. absolutely right. That's absolutely right. Uh, Binyanei Uma, which is, as you mentioned, is in the entrance to Jerusalem, uh, kind of a cab ride or a bus ride away from any of the hotels except for the Crown Plaza, which is right next door. Uh, here we're really smack in the heart of the uh, tourism, uh, the tourist attractions uh, of Jerusalem. Also, I mean, there's no way, I can already tell you, there's no way to compare the experience of being in Binyan Eoma or being here. Like the authentic, the beauty, the authentic Jerusalem buildings, the old Templar buildings. Actually, as we walked in, you mentioned that there's going to be a special museum. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Sure. Uh, on minus one, uh, Actually, the, 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 the hotel is built from uh, nine floors, uh, of which from one to nine are rooms. And on the tenth floor is our pool, is our outdoor pool, which is on the roof, uh, which will have a grill bar uh, next to it as well. Um, going down to minus four, on minus one, as you mentioned, we will have a museum, uh, which will describe the area we're in, about the Templars, the German colony, uh, about Jerusalem in general, uh, that's going to be minus one. Uh, if we're talking about the hotel already, I'll slip it in here. Minus two uh, will be our indoor pool. Uh, so we're going to have an outdoor and indoor pool uh, together with our Yarota Carmel Spa, uh, which is... Oh, our- I'll come back for that one. Okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, so yes, the museum is on minus one. A lovely, lovely museum um, with artifices of the area and and describing where we are. Well, so tell us a little bit more about what makes a Yarota Carmel Spa special. So Yarota Carmel Spa, uh, as any of you are familiar with, uh, stemming out of Yarota Carmel originally, um, and now uh, is in, your, in Yarota Carmel, the Kramim, uh, Bereshit, and Royal Beach. Uh, we're going to have eight treatment rooms uh, in addition to a Turkish hammam, um, as well as jacuzzis, obviously, and saunas, um, and what's lovely about what they thought about doing was coming out of the treatment room, which is actually a minus one uh, on the other side of the museum, basically. Uh, you'll be able to take an elevator uh, within the spa itself down to the pool and down to the fitness room rather than actually having to go out in the hotel with your robe on, which none of us really like doing. Uh, I think that's only acceptable in Yarota Carmel, where people probably. walk around in their robes. <laughs> probably, yeah. absolutely. Uh, so yes, so that's, that's a little bit about our Yorota Carmel Spa, uh, which we're very, very excited about having a hotel in the heart of Jerusalem together with a very, very nice, luxurious spa. 
Fantastic. And then is there any way you can describe the ballroom space? Are we talking about one large, large room? Does it have any pillars inside? That's always a question someone who's planning a party has. Absolutely right. Uh, Our large hall um, is 700 meters. Uh, Again, not sure what that is in feet. Uh, It's a very, very large hall, which we call the Allenby Hall. And the Allenby Hall can split into three smaller halls. Um, holding about 150 to 200 people in each hall with full technical equipment, if that's a projectors, screens, and everything built in, sound system built in. Um, in addition to that, we're going to have a shul, a nice synagogue, which is right, again, on that level as well, uh, which can be also broken down to a nice VIP meeting room. Uh, and next to that, a hall, a room, meeting room called Wingate Meeting Room, which is also for a VIP uh, conferences for about 20 to 30 guests. Um, and then there's the Patterson Hall, which is another hall, which is 150 meters, uh, which can hold, for for example, for a Friday night dinner or Shabbat lunch, approximately 130, 140 people. Uh, and that as well breaks down to three uh, smaller halls. Uh, so we're talking about quite a large center uh, on our minus four uh, I mentioned minus four, so some people, uh, who have, whoever has not seen the, the actual location, uh, might think that it's down in the dungeon or it's claustrophobic. Uh, what's really lovely is that you're able to, the uh, daylight actually reaches that floor uh, from the reception area. Um, it's almost like an open area down to the hallway of the halls. So, so, yeah, there's a beautiful outside courtyard, and the, it allows a lot of light inside. Yes, um, now, the next question I'm sure people are going to have is, tell us a little bit about the food. I heard that there are some special chefs involved. Yeah, there sure is. Uh, first of all, the chef of, of the hotel is, is Eric Atias. Um, chef Eric has been, many of you will know him from the David Citadel. He was there for 14 years from the opening. Um, over the last several years, he's been in the Daniel Hotel in Herzliya. Uh, the French, very, very, very high-level uh, chef, uh, mixing together modern and traditional dishes. Uh, and we brought in, as well as an advising chef, uh, Asaf Granit. Uh, many of you might know him. He's Israel's probably, it's safe to say, most famous chef right now. Uh, he's all over the media, as opening restaurants in Europe, actually two of his restaurants in Europe, uh, one best restaurant in Europe, um, very, very well-known chef, and he's also the owner and founder of Machni Yuda. Uh, those of us keep kosher, we're not familiar with it, it's not a kosher restaurant, but it is, um, it's really a landmark here in Jerusalem in Machni Yuda. Uh, and Asaf is going to help us bring the breakfast, for example, to a level which Jerusalem is not familiar with. Uh, our friends in the area, uh, all the hotels, five-star hotels in the area, um, are lovely, lovely breakfasts. I'm a big fan of them. Uh, what they are, they're five-star modern-day uh, breakfasts, uh, which is great. But we thought, think, to thinking out of the box a little bit, uh, to mix an authentic and modern feeling together. Uh, and that ambience will be caused, will be from uh, authentic dishes, Arabic dishes, Israeli dishes, uh, already at breakfast. Uh, so together, Eric and Asaf have been working very hard building that concept. So actually, my husband and I love to go out for hotel breakfast. That's uh, our thing, as opposed to going out at night for dinner. So we will make sure to come by once you open. Absolutely. Um, one other question. The Pool area upstairs. Can you foresee that that's going to be used for chuppahs? Because I've been up there and it has an incredible view. 
Absolutely. For, for cocktail receptions and chuppahs, um, I would say for, for up to a couple of hundred people, up to about 200 people, it'll work perfectly. Uh, many, of you, those, many of you, those coming from uh, the States, most of the events are between 100 to 200 people, so it's absolutely perfect. Um, and it's overlooking, uh, I'd like to say only the, the old city, but it's actually overlooking the, the Hare Yuda, the Jerusalem mountains as well, and the new city. Uh, the, the position of the hotel is just outstanding. So have you already started to get people calling and booking reservations? How far out are you already booked for Simchas? We're, I'm booking, I actually booked a bar mitzvah yesterday for February 2018. Uh, so we're booking ahead of time already. So my husband sent me here today and told me to book December 2019 for my next son's bar mitzvah. <laughs> not, a crazy, <laughs> not a crazy request. And uh, absolutely, the sooner the better. It's going to be... We're looking to be uh, extremely, extremely busy with events uh, and banquets um, and looking forward to having all of you here. One of the other things that makes this new Isratel unique is that that you actually have a couple of apartments that you've sold to people who are going to live here. Is that true? That's correct. We actually have, it's two buildings holding all together 11 apartments on the premises of the hotel. Um, There are actually eight out of those 11 are already sold. So there's three left for any of you out there who would like to join the Isratel family on more of a permanent basis or at least have a home away from home beyond the actual hotel rooms, um, something more permanent. Will those people have access to the, to the swimming pool, the spa? Yes, absolutely. Uh, they'll definitely have a free entrance, actually, to the, uh, to the swimming pools. Um, and they will be able to use, will be eligible to use all of the hotel services, uh, if it's housekeeping, um, the gym, um, and whatnot, uh, room service even. Fantastic. So to be able to be on Emek Rafaim in a luxurious hotel with room service if you want it, it sounds ideal. Yep. 100%. 100%. Love to have you here. Fantastic. So for all those listeners out there who want to get in touch with Jason, you can send an email to isrotel at funinjerusalem.com, I-S-R-O-T-E-L at funinjerusalem.com. And check if your date's available. I'm seriously going to write down my date today. So thank you very much, Jason. My pleasure. Thank you. And again, we welcome all of you to come visit us. Um, When you're here in Israel, even pop in, say hi. And obviously, we'd love to have you stay in our hotel. Fantastic. Now back to you, Yoni.